Hey, everybody. This is Adam. You know, from the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a heads up, we recorded this last week. The last thing we talk about is Syria, and you'll note that we make no mention of how we've dropped 50-some missiles on Syria since then. That's because we recorded it right before that happened. Literally right before. We walked out of the room, turned our phones on. We were sort of at war with Syria. So, if it sounds weird in that way, that's why. Also, while I have you on the line, if you're not a subscriber, you should head over to connectpal.com slash unpopularopinion and sign up for the rest of our podcasts. They're just $4.99 a month. You get 10 episodes a week. It's 12 and a half cents per episode. You could do a lot worse, I say. Or maybe you want to buy me and Jeff May's comedy album, Gift of the Magi 2. You can do that at cdbaby.com. Just Google Gift of the Magi 2, Adam Todd Brown, Jeff May. The link will come up. You know how to use the internet. And uh, I think that's it for now. Thanks. Enjoy the show. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. But now I don't do any of that shit, I just do this show. Joining me today, he's a good friend of the podcast who's been on a bunch of times before. He runs a monthly show in Los Angeles called Huntsburger Junk that you should definitely check out sometime. And he's also got a great podcast called Space Cave. You should check that out too. Ladies and gentlemen, David Huntsberger. Also joining me, he is one of my favorite comics in all of Los Angeles. Possibly my favorite comic all around in the entire world. You should definitely come see him tell jokes sometime. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about myself, Adam Todd Brown. It's going to be a great show. So how's everyone doing? We're recording. Are we? No, we're not. Now we are. Uh, now the now clock has started. The online-stopwatch.com clock. For all your online-stopwatch needs. Dave, do you use online-stopwatch.com? I do now. Yeah, yeah you, sh- you better Another be. converter. Yeah. It's I, funny because it seems like a 1990, or like Windows 95 sort of font look, but it seems perfectly functional. And I hate now when like you use a site and every six months to stay current, they change the whole layout. Yeah. You're like, just stay with that. It's doing everything you would need it to do. Yeah. I like to think the person who runs this is actually a fan of the podcast and would have shut the site down a long time ago otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it does seem really, really... Like it look it looks like someone's class project yeah. from the late nineties. Yeah. We keep him running. <laughs> we keep uh, online hyphen stopwatch.com. The official so, stopwatch of Michael McDonald. <laughs> so what prompted the change to that? Sick of pushing a button on a clock? Changing batteries in it, all this business? Yeah, well we've always used this. This was Brett's idea. And then we just kept it after Brett left because he doesn't have a fucking copyright. Yeah, I do hate how they just like the unnecessary updates. Yeah, it's it's bothersome. I mean, they're always you get used to them, and you're like, oh, "This is better." Finally, yeah. Finally, it's right. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know how to use Twitter anymore. Yeah, it's all weird. So, how's Period. everyone doing? David Huntsberger, you're here. Yeah, good to good to be here. You're it's here without nice Connor McSpadden, so it'll be a whole other, totally different dynamic. And, oh. and last time it was, I, you were over my shoulder. I couldn't see you. So yeah, I was sitting where Jess is sitting. Hey, Jess. Hi. Hi. Is that because you're so stupid? <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Yeah. You just yeah. got roasted, Dave. Damn yeah. it. Uh, we really... just roast battled. <laughs> <laughs> got me good. Um, got, got. You have some tour dates coming up, right? Oh, That's yeah. I'm doing the West, going up from L.A. to Vancouver through like uh, Sacramento and San Francisco, and then a ton of places in the Pacific Northwest, and then around through like Idaho and Colorado, back through Arizona. It's a Bigfoot hunt. Yeah, this guys yeah. This is a comedy tour. Yeah. That's I just did an is. episode of, of my podcast about Bigfoot with a dude who was like really into it and spends the majority of his time chronicling it. It was fun. And I do want to now go just be out in the Pacific Northwest in a secluded like woodland, wooded area just to feel it. Like just to yeah. think like, all right, I, I don't feel anything. Or to be like, that was a weird sound. Yeah. It's yeah. bears. Those are there. 
But the, I, I'm with. I mean, there's no evidence, and it's frustrating because like they always get so close in all of their stories, yeah. and like, and then I panicked, and this this sound or the smell was so frightening. We ran off, like, but don't someone's got it. Yeah, don't run. You yeah. you hardly ever hear bring stories yeah, of someone Uzi. missing and never being found again. Yeah, and if Bigfoot was that good, you'd hear that all the time up there. Just yeah, be right. like, Forty people last month went missing. Yeah. So that uh, I think I would stay, I would hold my ground and be like, all right, I got to get a picture of this thing and end this once and for all. Did you ever see uh, Strange Wilderness, starring Steve Zahn? No, it always it was a Happy Madison movie, right? Uh, maybe, yeah. And like yeah. Um, Justin little, Long, and, yeah. But it's all like it's a it's a Bigfoot hunt, uh-huh. and like I don't want to spoil it, but whatever, <laughs> who cares? It's like a twelve year old movie. Yeah, uh, they find Bigfoot and get so freaked out that they just blow him away. <laughs> <laughs> they just murder Bigfoot, like they find it, and they shoot him with like an Uzi, I think, or something oh, like this that. Like, or, like, a bell. I think it was assault, one of those. But could, yeah, go ahead. No, no, I, I just saw that. It's in a cave or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it freaks out, and then they freak out, but they don't know what to do. So they, like, prop him up and take pictures with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a really, like, it's a hilariously dumb, satisfying ending to that because they are, like, yeah. proven right, but they murder him immediately. <laughs> nice. Jeff, you're here. I am. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well, thank you. Know, yeah. Not very much for What have you been up to since we recorded uh, last? You know, it's been a lot. It's been since... Hey, bra- geez, you know, oh, the hardest oh, part oh. of this show for me is the first few minutes. Why would you do that? Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their life. Rude. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week. Like Rudy Huxtable. That's why we call this segment This Week in Me. It's about to get intense. It's already it's gotten intense. Intense. Not tense. Oh, so like what when... was that? Just yes. skipping your riff, man. Yeah, it's a bad omen. You know, when you go out uh, camping in the Pacific Northwest, it <laughs> will be intense. Ooh. Oh, oh my had god! Not considered that. Faded out, Jess and or Brett. Hey, how's it going? I hate if you. I get pulled over in Arizona for DUI, they'll throw me in intensity. Uh, that's right. Oh man, this is terrible. Because the jails down there are tense. Right, so like you'll a be tent city. in tent city, man. <laughs> Pun city over here, man. <laughs> oh, we are killing it. Why are you looking around so confused, <laughs> Jeff? If you can't make, keep up with the comedy, if you make those jokes uh, where they have uh, Groundhog Day. You'd be in Pun City and Punxsutawney, huh? <laughs> no? Nobody? Well, that's not That really was a reach. A, that was yeah. a real reach. Look, I'm going to be yeah. 100% honest. I am crazy high right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing unusual about that. So what are we talking about today? Well, uh, you, you sent us a dossier, I would call it almost. Yes, yes. I and uh, I, I read the first article, and I did want to learn more about world leaders and things, especially involving Venezuela, and then I just yeah. sort of like got lazy. I, mean, I feel like an ignorant, terrible American by being like, I should know every world leader. I should know oh, every yeah. current conflict. I the, the chemical thing in Syria recently, we should all be just the what? beside us. What happened? Yeah. I mean, that, that'll definitely come up. Okay. Because, yeah, we're talking about World War III. WW3, the big ones, big one. It's, I think this is the third podcast I've done about places World War III might start since Trump started running for office. <laughs> well, it's a viable thing to think about. Well, now, especially now, is this now. One of those things, though, when you look to the camera and say Trump's going to win, have you made prognostications about World War Three that like you've thrown so many out there that if one of them sticks, you're like, I said that or you have one well, that really crystallizes? Uh, no, I, I personally, if if there's a war that starts that I'm going to be like, I called that it would be Venezuela. Oh, okay. Because I think Venezuela... Such a dark horse? It started with oil. In 2007, Venezuela nationalized all their oil. And one of the companies that was in Venezuela at the time was Exxon. And Rex Tillerson was the CEO of Exxon at the time. And he, when they took over the oil industry in Venezuela, when they nationalized it, he wanted them to pay Exxon like four, either $4 billion or $6 billion for the rights to the company, basically, because that's what happens when they nationalize. As long as it's not like a complete and total dictator who's just like, no, it's ours now, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Exxon took them to court and lost. They ended up getting, I think, $1 billion. So they got a lot less money for it than they wanted. And Rex Tillerson has fucking hated Venezuela ever since. And I, I don't necessarily think us invading Venezuela would lead to World War necessarily, unless China gets involved, which they might. But if we get tied up down there and we pull out of NATO, like it seems like we want to do... I could see that triggering 
a world war that we end up sitting out of. Because we're like, hey, we're in Venezuela doing all this shit. You deal with Russia, everybody else. Yeah. And it, it does seem like that's that's where we're headed, is pulling out of NATO. And that's pretty much the last thing, keeping Russia from just turning yeah. into Nazi Germany without the Holocaust. That's basically. the one. Just in, like a big war machine. But it's not to say that there wouldn't end up being some kind of Holocaust, depending on... Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but you keep seeing these dudes slipping and falling and, and being found with heart attacks and such. Yeah. And then, like, a couple weeks ago, there were, there were some mild protests, like Russian citizens who've been... Sort of absent so far. I'm like, ah, maybe Russia's not so bad. You don't hear the people like out in the streets, and then you heard that, and like, then silence, then nothing yeah. else. That seems like how Russia does it. Like, it's, all four hundred of you gone. That's yeah, like pretty really much. funny that you're like, oh, Russia doesn't seem so bad. The people aren't saying anything. <laughs> right. It's because Russia's so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, I wasn't saying it yeah, that yeah, way. That's I, how I. The whole time, I always feel like th- that's what we kind of need, though, is for like when you watch those commercials that make it so sad in a certain region that's what we kind of need from russia for americans to look like oh fuck it's terrible over there Yeah, we kind of just pussy riot happened then we're like ah that's whatever <laughs> yeah that's yeah the bummer. fact that people are are rioting and protesting is interesting because one thing russia and any kind of oppressive government is always really good at is convincing people that yeah you're suffering but it's this person's fault yeah it's the united states which i'm sure they're still Kind of pushing because of all the sanctions we have in place, mm-hmm. especially when you have, yeah, I don't know, it, the whole thing. Like, if I think, because looking through all those things, the place I would pick them where World War Three would happen the most would be the Baltic region. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that's the one that I see. Like, I don't think. Well, I don't want to like spoil no, go ahead. everything. I don't think Asia. Like, I think it boils, but I think the pressure cooker never ex- is going to explode there. Mm-hmm. Like, like we've never had a war in Asia, but like I feel like it's just. <laughs> You're like talking about like who's going to jump in the pool. Meanwhile, Russia's already got their foot in. Yeah, and they're like, anybody have problem with this? <laughs> yeah, like they're. I mean, they're just that it, ship it, off the coast of Vermont. That seemed like exactly that. Yeah, that was here, yeah. not there. Yeah, but very it's terrifying. But it's like a grab. Like mm-hmm. they're clearly they're like they're trying to see they're shoplifting a little bit to see if they can get away with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like so, like once shit happens, like if America leaves NATO, like. Russia's just going to be like, this is permission, and then just start yeah. taking. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. If they, if we didn't mean it that way, if we were just pulling out of NATO because of the money, and then Russia goes into the Baltic states, and we were like, no, we're still going to stop you from doing that, then we're still in a fucking world war. Yeah. I mean, it's because war, world wars are because of alliances. It's literally right. the only reason. So, like, when you're allied with people, you get pulled into shit. I mean, that's why they, you know, the entire World War One happened because one dude shot one dude. Like, right. That's how, yeah. and then everything, you know, like. But why are we harder on Italians? Why do they get a pass? Like, just they switch sides. Yeah, still though. Yeah. I mean, they beat they they wrecked <laughs> they wrecked some people. You know, they, they yeah they they they, they hung up uh, Mussolini. You know, they were like, we didn't All like right. him either. Like, All right, okay. Yeah, he was bad to us. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. It's it's like getting mad at like the regular Germans during Nazi Germany <laughs> that are like, no, we didn't like it either. Like, yeah, but I mean that's what we're doing right now. We're mad at the regular sort of Americans. They're like, oh, I just sat it out. Like you piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wouldn't it, it would almost though if we ended up at war with Russia, it would be kind of a relief because then yeah. it means our whole government isn't just Russian operatives. Probably. <laughs> yeah, we could. <laughs> like I still I don't know. Like Russia might still be like. Is it, is it a big game? I mean, is it a, if you're that like if you're Trump and you've snorted cocaine off of everyone and everywhere in the world and experienced everything, and you look at this Putin dude and go like, we're kind of the two. We could be the two big players. Oh yeah. And there's a shitload of oil. What is it? The sanctions on like Crimea or something like that. Yeah, it's because and they Tillerson annexed has that, Crimea. Yeah. And Tillerson was involved in that and like, all right, we're going over there and we're getting all that oil and we're going to split a trillion dollars. And it's just as simple as that. Like, oh, it's just a board game to them. And they're yeah, it's risk. It's risk. But without the, even the fighting at this point in time, yeah. Would that be that bad? I mean, not that bad, but would that be the worst case? I think the worst is World War Three. if it just was oh, that yeah. and we went, oh, fuck, well, they did it. Well, the, the worst is getting into a war with somebody who's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I think the worst would be a war instigated by North Korea. Oh, because yeah. Because those are the people that will, like, there's there doesn't seem like a lot of people that are being like, don't. <laughs> right in North Korea. Like, yeah. if he wants to launch a bomb, he will. In China, there's lots of people that'll be like, 
don't. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I know you wanna. <laughs> we got the numbers. We don't need to destroy the That's what I was gonna say, planet. the numbers. Because even, even, like, Syria, I mean, he's a lunatic. Yeah. Like, he's, if you watch any video of him, there would be people showing him photos. I mean, like, this is the prison I was talking about where the people are being starved to death. And he'd be like, how do you know who took that photo? How do you know where that's who? How yeah. do you know who that person is? Like, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. This is a dude yeah. who like will just look at you right as he's stabbing you and be like, I yeah. don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, it's kind of like one of those things where like once you get to power, and it's like when I was a history teacher, that was a thing. When I was teaching kids, I'm like, normal people don't make it into the books. Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of people that find themselves in in these positions of power got themselves there because they are oftentimes devoid of all, yeah, like all willing, like humanity. And morality are just like knocked out of the way. I know, you know, like Machiavelli's the prince, right? I mean, it's kind of created even as a satire, but that doesn't necessarily mean it is. It was almost people. like a handbook for those type of people. Like, yeah. here's what you got to do. Most people now think that that the prince is actually was created as like a tongue in cheek joke. Oh, really? About how to be an asshole? <laughs> yeah. As um, and because yeah. people will for I mean look at Trump just just the asshole part people will forgive it because yeah. of success they go yeah. hey the ends they justified all that other successful shit. satire yeah. and then, like people you can take it literally and then be like well it got me this far <laughs> like how can you say Trump's doing the wrong thing when he has literally made all this money and become presidency and it's like yeah you're an awful miserable piece of shit person <laughs> he's like I know and that's those are the people that get ahead yeah you're like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though like you don't get ahead being like oh you guys want to yeah yeah go ahead go, go ahead. ahead you know if you're letting people out of the burning building first you're a nice guy but you're gonna fucking burn up yeah i i feel like north korea is if there's any place where we're gonna start the war i think it would be north korea a preemptive strike yeah. yeah because they i while i was researching this i found an article about nuclear weapons and which countries have them and us and Russia, we're way ahead of everyone. We have 7,300. Russia has 8,000. Right now, North Korea has six to eight nuclear weapons. So we could at some point just go, you know what? We're just going to bomb the shit out of you right now and take out your nuclear weapons. Well, six to eight that we also <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, but... I mean, they're, they're, but they're, they're, they have such a blanket over what we know about them. Yeah. But that, that ratio is kind of scary, almost equivalent to like toys or guns or the people that have so much of them. Like, I really just kind of look at them on the wall now, whereas like that one person that has one gun or one yeah. firework, they're like, come shoot this off with me. Yeah. That maybe that's their mentality. Like, we only got a handful. Let's, let's use them. And, and what worries me about North Korea is I feel like that is a nuclear war that people at the highest levels would be like, we can survive that. Like, they dropped six or eight on the West Coast. Who fucking cares? We're in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wanted to secede anyway. Yeah. Now you seceded. Yeah. yeah it's a Cal-X at the hard way. Yeah. But how, I mean, what's, like, the, the realistic fear number there out of 10 with your fear, like, they're going to do it? Like, a four? Or is it way higher? I don't know. Like, they, they seem... They're a, they're a 50% crew to me. Yeah. Really? They, like, they, and at it's least. literally the flip of a coin. Like, wow. I, could, I, I, could, I could literally be like... There's a time where he would be like, heads, heads I do it, tails I don't. So when they shot off that thing the other day and, and Tillerson gave that response that was like, sick of talking about them, basically. Is that, I mean, does that do any, does it make you feel like, oh, this guy doesn't give a shit? Or does that make you feel like, oh, we're working on stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, it makes me it. feel like the time for talking is over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. North Korea seems like a school shooter. Yeah. Like, like one that's going to take a couple out. And then end up dying. Yeah. Totally. But then when you hear about the brother who got duped at like an improv show, is that right? Yeah. No, the show, the 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 one that was murdered, right? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. They, yeah. They the prank set show. up like <laughs> a <laughs> prank show, which that is the most brilliant murder scheme it's I've phenomenal. ever heard. It's unbelievable. It and it, it makes them as a, as a group just look so silly. That's the humiliation before the school shooting. Like, That's it true. Wor- yeah. But it worked. It was like they just got pantsed in front of the whole cafeteria. Yeah. And yeah. they're going to remember that. That's on the list now. But it was their own. It wasn't us. Yeah. Yeah, it was them killing someone from North Korea. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm sure they would be like, oh, the Americans didn't do this. Like, Or they look at our like, memes. Oh, they're laughing at us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like I'm, I'm concerned. I mean, of who I think would launch a nuke first. I think it would be North Korea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it would be the school shooter principal. Yeah. Like they're kind of a joke. Like look at that movie, the, the one, um, The Interview. 
Oh yeah, like, yeah they're yeah. kind of a joke to us, a Team America. Like we're just like ah, you queers or something like that. Like <laughs> it's just some jock wearing a, like America's wearing its varsity <laughs> jacket, flushing North Korea's head down the toilet, drawing pictures of him, being like gay or something. Yeah, like, yeah. super bullyish. And it's like oh, well, now it feels like Team America is where we kind of learn that because that's all we did with Trump. It's just like ah, look at this asshole. Look at yeah. his hair. His hair stupid. His skin stupid. And it just makes that oh you oh is that what you think of me? Yeah. I feel like in this country there's too much of a that will never happen kind of mentality about a lot of things. I think that's how Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. I feel I kind of feel that way about North Korea. It's like mm-hmm. like it it seems improbable and it would be stupid of them to do it, but also that con- the people running that country are <laughs> fucking insane. Oh yeah, I should. <laughs> that cunt in North Korea. Hope he doesn't hear this. Well, um, now downtown I mean, LA specifically from last episode where I was definitely like, ah, that won't. I definitely living that mindset of like, ah, the statistics are saying this won't happen. So what can I do to stop North Korea? And say they they send something off. Is it a matter of us, you know, hacking it in the air and changing coordinates? Is it us intercepting it and diverting it out into the ocean? Star Wars. Do you? What is it? Like like, the laser guidance system. Oh, the, sure. Yeah. Do they, do they? Is that still up? Well, no, that was – see, that's a thing uh, – I've talked about this recently, too. That's a thing that we really made fun of Reagan for and shit on him for. But it wasn't – like, that particular plan wasn't going to work, but it wasn't the worst idea. Yeah, it's like, like creating a car Nuclear weapons do have to yeah. travel through space, basically. Yeah. And if you can put something up there to intercept them – like, we have – we have one of the sticking points right now – with our relations in that area is we just put anti-missile defense systems in South Korea on a golf course and China and Russia are like, well, now we can't fucking hit you with missiles. That's not fair. <laughs> like only your missiles can get to us and ours can't get to you. I, that's what I was I always con- feel like, well then put some up for in your side. Fuck yeah, off. Yeah. Like, well, I so, tend that's to think thing. of our coasts as being sort of safeguarded against that. Like if yeah. something were coming over, we'd just, yeah, and I think be. we I think we probably do have some defenses in place for stuff like that. In the in the argument like well why just put your own stuff up, they'd have to put it up here. Like the difference is we're able to go into their areas and put shit because of all the alliances. Well they we own have. the White House now, so they can just put it out on the Yeah, line. they could yeah, <laughs> just put it put it in the White House. I believe yeah. our first line of defense is G.I. Joe. Yeah, if I remember yeah. from G.I. Joe, The mm-hmm. Rise of Cobra, Marlon Wayans will protect us Ooh. from bombs. And a really good message oh, okay. will come out of it in the end. Damn right. Something about uh, being a good friend you or uh, you respecting your mom. Or being Channing Tatum. That I was like always it. the worst part of G.I. Joe cartoons. The PSAs? They, they'd get to the end with the PSA, and I'm just like, don't you fucking preach to me. They had to do that uh, by law. They had to do that. Well, fuck the law, That's man. They used to. They, it was the only reason they, they could get like a certain type of uh, airplay. Because they were all oh, just really? commercials for toys, <laughs> so that's why like He Man and, and GI Joe and all them. That's why they had uh, little PSAs at the end. He Man had them too. Yeah. what were his? It's it was... okay to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it it's was not Orca. encouraged. <laughs> a lot of it was just. Uh, it's hard to suffer through those cartoons, but maybe not GI Joe, but like He Man. Mm-hmm. Like I also like real Ghostbusters. This came out on on Netflix. The Ghostbusters cartoon is rough. It's yeah. rough to get through. I'm like, fuck, I was a shitty kid. <laughs> but like at the end, it was a lot of like, you know, we, we met up with a stranger, but strangers are no laughing matter. Oh, yeah, I do kind of remember yeah, stuff. Orko like being like, don't get molested. Someone will put a dick in you. Like, don't tell me what to do, Orko. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Orko. Get a fucking body before you. I asked my dad. Up. He said getting molested is fine. Yeah. <laughs> and to don't tell anybody about it. <laughs> get in trouble. Um. So yeah, the I I do feel like North Korea is kind of the wild card because they're like if they do attack us, like we're going to be at war with China if that happens because China is their one ally in the world, and they're going to take one shot to soften us up. And China's like, well, at least we got that. You know, Mm -hmm. we didn't have to pull the trigger here. We don't look like the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. I was reading one of these articles, and it kind of uh, it was on the National Register, I think, and it was like six pages long and it was fascinating it was all of the steps we would follow if we went to war with china and like what we would destroy first how we would try to keep them from putting troops on the ground fascinating we'd lose i mean yeah, we'd we'd probably, i'm pretty sure we'd lose yeah, how do you take out a billion yeah it's a lot of people how would we lose when we just outnumber and have bases and we're so yeah 
Like, yeah, we can't outnumber them. <laughs> That's the other... But, not, but so I mean... They have, uh, what, over three times our population. They're not going to come crawling at us like bugs. I mean, with with arms, we outnumber <laughs> everybody. Yeah, that's true. It... I mean, what... You know, like, so many certain... Like, numbers are just... not Like, if it's a war of attrition... Yeah. Even if it takes a while... Like, they got numbers. <laughs> like, they just do. Like, but also, I mean, they're also... forces give up. You know, you're... you're, you're I, it's just hard for me to imagine. And again, like now I'm being that naive American. Like, we'll beat everybody. We put so much more money into it. Yeah, we give up as Americans because we get bored. Yeah. Like, have you, we've gone to war with Asian nations multiple times. They don't quit. Yeah. Like, they're, they'll stick. That's why they're pulling Japanese dudes out of the jungles now that are like, you have to have my commanding officer tell me not to fight or I'll keep fighting. <laughs> and you're like, fuck, man, you stick with it. <laughs> like, that's a thing that's happened regularly. Really? Yeah, like there have been multiple cases of like people found decades after the wars and had to be like <laughs> talked out of. They're just uh, running around with the same eighteen bullets. And yeah, yeah, living in a hut. That's like yeah, Google that. It's it's insane. Uh, I'm, I'm so fascinated by that now. Yeah, well, it's because there's people that will stick with it. Like it's yeah, it's there. Like in USA, when we're like, there's a reason that like. We're bored of Afghanistan and Iraq and stuff. We're like, whatever. I don't want to talk about it. And yeah, exactly. And then they're like, "Fuck you! We will literally fight forever Mm -hmm. for this." And it's well, because you hear people say like, "We are sort of in the Star Wars movies. We're the bad guys. We're the Empire. We're the Empire, hovering in, and they're throwing rocks and shooting slingshots. Like this is our home. Yeah. And so I get why they wouldn't quit, but I I don't know. It just seems like a billion people or whatever that would each like, well, they're all dead. Time for me to waltz over and pick up a gun and keep after it. Yeah. Meaning like that everyone would be a soldier. That seems far-fetched. I think. Yeah. But, and the, the thing is China, you know, you mentioned we have bases everywhere. That's one of the things China is trying to undo, mm-hmm. which that that could take us to war too, especially in the South China Sea where China has literally been building islands to put bases and weapons on. They've been going out into the ocean. <laughs> They've been going out into the ocean and dredging up sand and building it on top of islands that were previously underwater. Well, we made that garbage island. Yeah. It's got to yeah, be worth yeah, something, right? Yeah. Off. Yeah. Let's we make islands, too. Let's throw garbage at yeah, them. Yeah, have them make a Texas-sized garbage <laughs> island before you come to me. One of the best um, Alexander the Great stories involves like a two-year process where there was this remote island that had castle walls right down to the sea yeah. surface. And they retreated out there, these people that, you know, Alexander the Great was going to go out and attack and take them over. And they just were sitting out there kind of like thumbing their nose at them. And so he had his men walk a mile and a half, if not further away, and grab rocks and walk them all the way back and slowly just start building this, I guess that would be a dike. Yeah. And uh, Whoa, whoa. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I apologize. Guys, Jess, I apologize. Jess, we're going to need you to beep that out, please. Yeah, <laughs> if you could uh, put that in reverse, please. And they'd get you know within 100 feet or 100 yards, and then the guys from the castle would shoot flaming arrows and kill all the dudes. And then they'd go right back to work, get new dudes, and just, and they'd, you know, build like this little shield in front of them so they could work, and all the arrows would stick in the shield. And after two years, they reached that wall and burst into it and killed everyone in there. Well, isn't that uh, close to what happened with the Romans in Masada in Israel? Was they mm. just had like that mountain fortress, and like right when Rome was like about to get in, they all just killed themselves. <laughs> so like they spent all this time, they spent years yeah, trying yeah. to get into the fortress of Masada, and then right at the door, they just were like, no satisfaction. You get Beautiful. nothing. And yeah, they just they all killed themselves. I love it. Ugh. It's a shame they didn't that's have the, like novelty T-shirts they could the, wear. That's the they were the zealots, the zealots. Oh, okay. that's who that was. Yeah, hmm. yeah. That that word has a better meaning now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the the. What really is worrisome about China is all of the things they're doing. Because basically, in that region, we're we're the stabilizing force in that region. Like, we're basically the law mm-hmm. that keeps everyone in check. And over the past few years, China has grown more and more unhappy with that. Like, they want to be the power in that region. And economically, now, they can do it. That was going to be my question to you, is do you think their first move would be like basically pulling in economic debt because like they own a ton of our debt don't yeah. they yeah 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 i mean they they could do that um and yeah i mean it, it could happen i just i don't know what ramifications it would have for them 
because that would also kind of like at that point we're basically pulling our money out of China also which who knows but one of the the things that is so worrisome is they're trying to upend that like as much as we shit on America it's still kind of cool being a superpower like it's yeah, nice yeah, I, I think it. so it's I nice think we're being aware. the most we make so many movies sorry to interrupt you go ahead. no 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 go ahead we make so many movies where we're very aware of like when the king or the boss or whoever gets weak and you see this rustling of like, why the fuck is this guy in charge? Yeah. We're very aware of that as a country. Like, hey, we, we can't be over there monitoring shit and then losing our cool. Like, we got to have our shit together. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're Herod. We got to just kill all the babies before they take <laughs> over. And that's, that's one of the things China is trying to undo. They're uh, not only with going in and building all those islands in the South China Sea, but they're really working to form an alliance with the Philippines. And the Philippines have has, has historically been not only our biggest ally there, but if you look at a map, if we were to ever have to deploy any kind of forces for a war with China, you have to get through the Philippines first. So having the Philippines on our side, we've been able to put bases there, we've been able to put troops there, and now Duterte wants to end that. And basically kick us out of the Philippines. Who's uh, that's I'm guessing the Philippines guy, Duterte. Yeah, oh, the guy who's killing all the drug dealers in the streets. Yeah, Filipino Ooh. Trump. Yeah. Whoa. Oh made... yeah yeah okay. Yeah he's he's yeah. insane. And he if that alliance happens, if you go look at that region, then we just kind of have Australia to the south, Japan, Japan. But then Japan is surrounded. Yeah. Guam by people who don't like us, and China is also trying to establish bases beyond Japan, which would put, if we yeah. were going from L.A. to, you know, China, we would still have to cross through, like, these Chinese territories, then Japan, then get to China. This is which, what I imagine a lot of, like, the NSC meetings are, are just yeah, generally yeah. going, all right, so they put a pen in a little map and go, well, if we do this, it's just always, like, hypothesizing the yeah. idea of war. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, we kind of have to, like, if we want to keep our, our standing there. And it's I, – I feel like that is the most logical place where a war could start. Like Are you kind of rooting for it? Again, like that feeling of being right, pretty nice. I've, but No, I, if I want to be right about any of them, it will be Venezuela because that would be such a long shot for oh. me to come through. <laughs> I'm like, eh, I called that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I'm Nate Silver now. <laughs> the Nate Silver of war. <laughs> it's going to be my biography. <laughs> Nate Gold. Um See, the thing is, is, is like, the, and the thing that kept the Cold War from becoming a, a hot war, the idea of mutually assured destruction, I feel like the Chinese are smart enough. And I think even the Russians are, are kind of smart enough to know that, although the Russians, they're so, they, they have us by the balls a little bit. But like, the idea that like, we will be done, like we'll be destroyed, our, our, our everything is going to be done if we, if we make a move. North Korea, I feel like they don't, I feel like he doesn't care. But, but so then I would say because North Korea gets in to or no it was anonymous got into Sony, right? Like after or no someone from North Korea because of the interview, like they said you you assholes like you keep pushing this movie we're gonna we're gonna dig in there and they hack Sony and then through the DNC and WikiLeaks and problem ninety nine point nine percent that was the Russians. Is that how war is fought now beyond just drones? Wars. We're Technology, just hacking each yeah. other and looking at each other. So maybe war is potentially happening every day, and we're like, nope, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Syria quick before we move on to comments. Because that is the, that's the place where, with all of this Russia stuff, now with what's happened in Syria, I'm like, okay, maybe we aren't tied into Russia that quickly or that closely. Because we're really upset about the chemical attack in Syria, which we should be. Yeah. And yeah. And what's crazy, I didn't bring this up uh, when we were talking about Venezuela, but whenever someone brings up human rights abuses and things, Trump's always like, we abuse human rights here too, who cares? Venezuela is the one place where he has come out very publicly and very bigly and said, I, I don't like the human rights abuses happening there. It's like, okay. Like Venezuela is <laughs> the place? Like yeah, it's like, okay, <laughs> we know what you fucking mean. You want the oil. Like so, that's the other reason I think we're going to go to war with them. But and that's a place where he could kind of blame Obama as opposed to what he did with Syria to just be like, "Oh, that sucks," but also, yeah, you know. Do, do you think he doesn't have kind of a point with Obama and Syria though? Because what he said, like people are really oversimplifying it, saying, "Oh, he's blaming Obama," 
But I just what, thought the timing was weird. Well, what happened is Obama at one point said chemical weapons in Syria would be like a red line. If mm-hmm. that happens, we're going in and we're sending in the military. Mm-hmm. And then there was a chemical attack and he didn't do anything. So that's kind of Trump's point is that, well, you told them if they did this once, we would go in. Yeah. And then they did it and we didn't go in. So now it's happening again. So I think that's kind of his point. And it's not a terrible point. True. Like Obama wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. He's, he's definitely not Trump. Uh, they could shoot hoops. <laughs> I w- yeah, I would literally have any other president in history over Trump. I would yeah. take Andrew fucking Jackson back. Take Franklin <laughs> over Pierce. Trump. Yeah. Any of them. You know what? I'd go so far as to accept Lincoln back. <laughs> hey, get out Whoa. of here with that talk. I'm telling hey, get you. Get out of town. I am t- I'm What, are you going to say Kennedy next? No. Yeah. No, that'd be <laughs> gross. Oh, <laughs> fuck that. I'll go to another, go to another uh, uh, privileged white guy banging supermodels in the White House. No, I'm good. I don't need <laughs> I want somebody who's banging ugly women in the White House. You're Give me FDR. Right. But yeah, we were well on course for being good friends with Russia, it seemed like. And then this chemical attack <clears> happened <throat> in Syria. And the U.S., France, and Britain all wanted to draft a resolution condemning these attacks. And Russia was like, no, we don't know yes. if maybe militants did it to make Assad look bad. And at that point, has anyone ever seen Nikki Haley talk? She is our ambassador to she the doesn't, U.N. She doesn't move one of her lips. I think it's the top. She doesn't it, move her top lip. It's probably weighted down by all the anger. Yeah. She's so mad all the time. Like yeah. She'll show up and just be like, uh, hey, fuck you all. We're going to change everything now that I'm here. Have a good day. Like, have you? Did you ever see I'm, her? I'm actually, first? I'm not super familiar with her, to be 100 percent honest. Like, I'm not. Is she new? Uh, she seems like someone. They well, just yeah, she propped the, up out under of nowhere. Trump. Is like, she under, under Trump only? Like, she. The first time I saw her, she spoke after one of Obama's speeches. I think is when he addressed Congress, and then for whatever reason, they just. I don't really know how politics works. When like, and now we cut live to, and they just go to her for her like sort of rebuttal, and it was very like scathing and just. She just seemed like a very unpleasant human being. Yeah. Does that sound about right? Yeah. I, yeah, she is. And I can't find the exact video, but there's a video of her first time at the UN, and she does basically just that. She walks in, and she's like, uh, it's a new day at the UN. We respect the UN. Uh, we're going to be making a lot of changes. And people who don't back us up on that changes, we're going to be keeping a list. She literally said, we're going to be keeping a list, (laughs) and we will deal with that appropriately in the future. And then just fucking walked off. Oh, she also started it. a baller move. She also (laughs) started her speech. She walks in and goes, good morning. And there's like silence. There's like silence. So she goes, good morning. And like everyone goes, good morning. And she's like, that's how we do it in South Carolina. It's like Fuck you, you oh. fucking monster. But now she has uh, she went in front of the UN again uh, after this chemical attack. And this is a quote from her. Time and time again, Russia uses the same false narrative to deflect attention from their allies in Damascus. How many more children have to die before Russia cares? And then she added, when the United Nations consistently fails in its duty to act collectively, there are times in the life of states that we are compelled to take action on our own, or take our own action, sorry. For the sake of the victims, I hope the rest of the council is finally willing to do the same. So she's basically saying... Get some balls. Yeah, she's basically saying, we will fucking go into Syria whether you like it or not, which, that's George Bush shit right there. It is It is interesting, and I think th- this also reminds me of Team America, too, when they talk about, um, like, what are you going to do? He's like, well, we'll write... A strongly worded letter <laughs> yeah. saying what you did was bad. Yeah. And like, fuck off. We saw yeah. this coming anyway. Yeah. Like, if you're committing atrocities, you got to expect people are going to be like, don't. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I guess I don't understand enough to this point of like, they don't seem to have the infrastructure to really deal with us, let alone everyone. And even just a, a harsh slap on the wrist at this point might get the message across. Yeah. Or have we just been consistently dropping little hints, like little little deployments of <laughs> take that? Here is the here's the first Nikki Haley speech. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> what a bitch! In South Carolina, we start off the days great. Um, She's like a skeleton. You know, it's a thrill to be here. She's Indian. Surprising, right? That, um, we have hit the ground running. Oh, there it's the, her bottom lip is never not touching yeah. the top teeth. Yesterday. 
and it's like watching through the wire change in the way we do business. here it comes it's no longer about working harder it's about working smarter and we have a fantastic team at the usun that's ready to prove that our goal um, with the administration is to show value at the un and the way that we'll show value is to show our strength show our voice um, have the backs of our allies and make sure that our allies have our back as well for those that don't have our back we're taking names we will make points to respond to that accordingly um, but this is a time of strength this is a time of action this is a time of getting things done and this administration is prepared and ready to go in um, to have me go in look at the un and everything that's working we're going to make it better everything that's not working we're going to try and fix and anything that is seems to be obsolete and not necessary we're going to do away with but this is a time of fresh eyes um, new strength new vision and a great day at the usun thank you very much and that's it no questions out, bitches just came in threatened wow. everyone about taking names swinging her got dick. the fuck out of there <laughs> yeah She's wearing a skirt and high black boots too. If you saw that, oh, when was she? Walks she? Away. Yeah, high black boots. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all right. Good for her. It's pretty kick-ass and powerful. Yeah, yeah. and she was wearing a, uh, she was wearing one of those bulletproof vests like Fifty Cent, <laughs> and nothing, and a hat else. sideways. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna fix the UN at Donna Trench. <clears throat> yeah, so that's uh, that's Nikki Haley. That's our new ambassador to the UN. Should we? Uh, is there anything else we want to cover before we get no, the comments? No, I think we covered it. We're uh, we're screwed, right? That's what we're all. Yeah, yeah. war is going to happen somewhere. I think I think you're right. The Baltic states are a good one too. We That's didn't what... talk about that one that one much. It just makes me think of uh, just Princep shooting Franz Ferdinand yeah. and, and and causing ca- is it... in Serbia. Like it just you know guy you know gets shot and then bam the whole thing falls apart. Russia's yeah. already got their they've already got their foot in the pool. Like yeah. they're already like just fucking waiting. Like yeah. they're they're looking they're looking at the security guard to see if the security guard notices that they're about to steal. And if they if the security guard isn't looking, they're gonna fucking throw it right in their pocket. Hmm. And another thing what the thing about Russia is they'll start a war without really starting a war. Like when they annexed Crimea from Ukraine, they basically first sent in like these these people to act as like an opposition party who basically their role was to destabilize that government and make things so chaotic that Russia could kind of justify going in yeah. with military force but that like that that could be how they try to start a war in Latvia too but i i don't think people are going to let them and that, it's, uh, and that's that's the whole that's the worrying thing about NATO is we keep talking about pulling out of NATO or if a country that's not paying their fair share gets attacked, maybe we won't defend them. And then one like once NATO goes away, Russia is going to fucking destroy yeah, Europe. Yeah, and you really think that is an impending, looming thing that is unavoidable. Well, we're really intent on it. Like we, that's all we're saying right now about NATO is that more countries need to pay the, pay their share, and if they don't, we're going to pull out. And you combine that with Putin's history, like being a KGB officer during the height of the Cold War. Yeah. Like you think he doesn't <laughs> want to get back to that? You think one of the richest men in the world doesn't like want to get that sort of rebuild the greatness of the Soviet Union that they once had? Yeah. Oh man, you guys talk me into it. We're doomed. Let's all go to. Let's start the war. No, that's for the Monday show. We don't say we're doomed on here. It's for, it's for a different. I feel show. like you guys need a, an odds board in here for World War Three. Yeah, yeah. We have that whiteboard. We just need we to just hang it up. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you hang it up while you're here? Yeah, you're so unhappy. Aren't you set up? Fine, I'll do it. Pull your weight in the NATO of unpopular opinion. <laughs> all right, let's get to uh, let's get to some comments before yeah. we before we get out of so here. So you have comments. It looks like on the. Shut up, Jeff. Fucking murder you. You know what's been treating us nice is online stopwatch.com. <laughs> you want to yell at him like you yell at me? No, he's a guest. You're a monster. Oh, you you know, shit. it's a big world out there. Nope. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't even matter because of the war. I want you to know that's not true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past few shows and respond to them personally. Be out, Faded out. Fight it out, Brent. 
you have the most the Mo Mandel episode up here. I do. I don't. It was fun. That that I'll tell you what that catfishing story, the the live read of of him getting catfished. Yeah, that was one a, of the funniest that, things. That, I've that ever was really heard. fantastic. That was what so happened. Re- Mo Mandel was on last week, and he did this thing where he he just him he and Danger read verbatim this text exchange Mo Mandel had with this girl on Bumble. Uh-huh. And he's clearly being catfished. <laughs> but he was so honest about his responses. Yeah, like he was he didn't censor anything. Yeah, he at wrote. one point he was like not proud of this response. I want to smell your hair. <laughs> like oh. great. in the most Mo Mandel way you could do. <laughs> Yeah, it was really fi- like that. Listening to that, I was like, "This is my favorite seven minutes." Yeah, I've heard in a very long time. It was uh, it was pretty great. Can anyone see these comments? Not really. No. Control plus that shit. Connectpal.com. dot com for all your ConnectPal stuff. That's where it all goes down. That's where you can subscribe. You should do that if you're listening. Connectpal.com dot com slash unpopular opinion. Four ninety nine a month. You get all the goddamn podcasts. Twelve and a half cents per episode. Ten a week. Can you Cheap imagine that? Bitches. Ten a week. Ten a week. Ten a week. We will keep your entire work week occupied. Captain, like two hours a day of it, five days a week. Captain Bread said, "Geez, Danger seemed particularly moody this episode. He had a lot on his mind." Well, he was. Yeah, he he had an, a city council election looming that he yeah. didn't win because it was Glendale and he's not Armenian. Yeah. Like it was funny looking at the list of winners. It's like if his name was Van Gorder Turjanian, yeah. he would have fucking won <laughs> by Gord- a landslide. Yeah, Van yeah. Um yeah, I mean that's a thing. Uh and you know, it's, yeah, it's out there people just vote for the name. We talked about the last episode was about or I don't know if this will be the last episode. I don't know when this one will go up. We have three Daves in a row coming up. That's a the, da- the, the holy yeah. trinity of Dave Daves. Waite, Dave Huntsberger, and Dave Weigel from Whoa. the Washington Post. Quartermain says, oh, yeah, the, the episode we're reading from, reading comments from, uh, was about downfalls, like biggest downfalls in entertainment history. One of the people we talked about was Tiger Woods. And Quartermain says it's quite possible that performance-enhancing drugs also played a part in the downfall of Tiger Woods. HGH and steroids can heavily damage and break down a body with long-term use. I can see that. You know what I'd like to see? Jose Canseco come back and win all those Masters tournaments. <laughs> That'd be great. See Jose Canseco out there on the links. He just picks up golf. On the links. Yeah. No prior yeah. interest at all in it. I'm Hit, fully on board with that Hitting now. home runs. with. The, <laughs> he's hitting him with a bat <laughs> off the tee. Yeah, 10 cup style. Yeah, there I'm you yeah. go. Completely sold on this. He and Cheech Marin running around. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's true about Tiger Woods, but who knows? It's hard oh, to explain a, what happened to Tiger Woods, man. I'm telling You'd you. like the uh, Navy SEAL aspect of him. He, he blew out his knee skydiving because he would go train with the Navy SEALs all the time. And his swing coach, everyone was like, stop doing that. It's really oh, hard on really? your body, like carrying all this weight and jogging around. And he's just like enamored with the military and always loved the SEALs. And that's how he blew out his knee and like his oh, back and everything. And I so, didn't know that. What a fucking yeah. nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like basically going to like millionaire boot camp. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Because there's a part of him I think that really liked that just like salt of the earth, like you get the work done. But he would like the Navy SEALs talk shit about him in this article I read. We're like, we'd go have pancakes afterward. We're we're military guys. And he'd split the goddamn bill with us after we just <laughs> let him use all our bullets. <laughs> <laughs> You cheap piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah. That's what brought him down. Is those guys being like, this guy didn't buy us pancakes. Yeah, yeah, your shoot's good, man. Boom! You, you know what? It. Yeah, Tiger Woods. That's Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking cover. You Spend the extra 80 bucks at IHOP. Yeah. You've still got that EA Sports money coming in. You right. You sold enough black Nike swoosh hats yeah. you, you're, in your day. Yeah. Tickling at being a billionaire. You, you, can, you can chip in for some pancakes. So that's what brought him down. Karma. Uh, my creepy notebook says Adam's white privilege story is the craziest one I've ever heard. Yeah, that's pretty great. The one where you got pulled over where in Wisconsin? Where I got pulled over. <laughs> I didn't have a license. <laughs> and the cop, like a, a tow truck pulls up in front of me and the cop comes up and is like, uh, you don't have a license, so you can't drive away from here. So what I'm going to have to do is have this guy tow you to the Illinois border so you can just drive from there. Holy <laughs> like, oh, my shit. God. <laughs> is this really happening right now? <laughs> I, I, uh, I got pulled over in Venice. Driving an unregistered, uninsured car. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> and the cop gets out. And I, I told the girl I was with at the time, I was like, there's a good chance I'm going to get arrested. So <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, this could get crazy. Like, I saw them following me, so I pulled into a CBS that was closed. Like, yeah. the one closed CBS <laughs> at 10 p.m. And I, 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 I had gotten out of the car to talk to them because I'm white. 
And yeah, uh, sure, sure. and I was telling him like I was like you know I'm a comic I'm on the road all the time it all just it fell out of my head I just moved here blah 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 and they were like okay well here's the deal get it fixed <laughs> <laughs> and they just let me go and no mention of the comic part because I've heard from a lot of comics like just mention the comic well thing. yeah no they were like what's that like. Yeah, and that's I was your like, I was like, I was like, lamer than what you do. You guys are great. And I was like, I used to, I used to box for the police back in, in my uh, in my home. I was like, really, like, and they were just like, yeah. They didn't even write a thing down. Back in my yeah. day, they police had people to beat up black people for them. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't even write down like a like a fix it thing. He's just mm-hmm. like, you're gonna need to get that fixed. Have a good day. You missing all of the things you need to drive. Literally all the things, <laughs> all of the things. <laughs> Get out of here, you squirrely kid. Uh, Jeremy, we also talked about the Amy Schumer special. Jeremy Hastings says the Amy Schumer special is only 57 minutes, which, yes, I said it's, it, it was 90 minutes. It feels like 90 minutes if you watch it. <laughs> and it has four stars. No, it doesn't. I'm not saying it's the best comedy special ever, but it's not nearly as bad as you're making it out to be. Yeah, it is. Look at the reply. I wouldn't have fucking brought it up. I love Amy Schumer, but that special's terrible. Yeah. And it is not right-wing trolls that yeah. are... I mean, I'm sure that's part. thirty of them did that. That's pro- yeah, that's probably part of it. But it's also really. Bad I'm not a right wing troll on Reddit, and I was like, "Fuck!" I got in like <laughs> six minutes in, and I was like, "This is so bad." That's why I was like, "Did you give it four stars? Is that why the rating looks like four stars to you?" Yeah, yeah. It has four yellow stars on the Netflix. Those are your stars. <laughs> <laughs> the yellow ones are yours. You did that. Oh, it's, did you see Louis C.K.'s new special? No, I haven't seen it's it. It's half of a good special. It's like re- it's it's good, uh-huh. but it's like 50% of it and then the other 50% you're like, is that what you're bringing to the table? <laughs> like it's like really like like literally almost directly yeah. 50% of it like one bit's fantastic, then one bit falls flat, then one bit's fantastic again and you're like, "Wow, what what happened?" Hmm. I think the best special this year so far is Mike Birbiglia. Mike Birbiglia. That is, Mike Birbiglia so special. Good. Really? Thank, God, thank God, God for, for jokes. jokes. Yeah. It's so cr- like the way he goes in and out of just like like you can tell when he switches from like basically having a conversation with the audience, and then he'll just switch into stand up mode, and it's fucking amazing. He's, he's so almost, great. He's very Mark Twainy to me, where like I almost don't even view him as a stand up because he anymore. uses the N word so much in his yeah. writing. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with N word Jim? No, um, this is crazy. N word Jim. I love how that- <laughs> You know how Mark Twain flapped his arms when he took <laughs> like he comes off almost more like a storyteller to me than mm-hmm. he does like I know it's stand up and, and I've seen so many of his specials and for God's sakes he's from the next town over from me. Uh-huh. Like I I've been aware of him for quite some time, but he's like transcended almost out of stand up, like almost like a Bo Burnham. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. it's like, yeah, I know you're in the stand up section, but like yeah. this is more of like a one man show mm-hmm. than it is stand up. <laughs> Speaking of being in a section, when I was on tour uh on the Portugal the Man tour, I don't remember where we were, but I went to a I went to a bunch of records. Like Portugal the man. <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. High five me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded so great. That's really gonna that sound a, good. That really did reverberate yeah, nicely. That had good that had good acoustics. But I was at a record store. I think it was in Santa I don't Claus. know where the fuck it was. Santa Cruz. It was actually. Santa Claus in his body. <laughs> it was in Santa Cruz and Nick Thune has a comedy album called Folk Hero. And it was in the folk section. Oh, <laughs> Be careful what you name your albums, everybody. <laughs> Um, do we have any more? A lot of people, bunch of comments a lot of about golf. golf. A lot of pro golfers. Uh, yeah, Kevlar Proof says, I've never heard anyone badmouth golf that bad that could actually play it. I used to be one of those guys until I actually learned how to swing properly. Danger must suck at golf real bad. You know what? I'm going to agree with that. Because I, I be once you play golf, it's kind of fun. I can it's, hit the ball fun. I go... I... I suck at golf and I but I used to play with my grandpa loved it so uh-huh. I would like defend it for him but like just ostensibly looking back and how much space it takes up and it's how very much privileged it's yeah. so <laughs> the most privileged thing like I know we're in a drought but we need this water so yeah. these people that can afford this and they're a very select few and they're all gonna look relatively similar in skin tone yes they gotta get out here and blow some steam off it's tough out there in the world I yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny, like, I, I've golfed uh, twice in my life, one of which I was wearing a bathing suit. During <laughs> it. I showed up wearing sandals and a bathing suit. My dad was like, fuck you. My dad was so <laughs> mad. And then the, um, the other time, my, my ex-wife was actually, like, a like a golf prodigy. Whoa. So much that she didn't, like, 
she like Mount she went to Mount Holyoke, which is an all girls school, and like their golf coach like like tried getting her to join. She's like, I'm not interested. I just like playing. And she would like go to these. She was in sales, and she'd go to like these golf tournaments and win everything. That's incredible. And she'd be like, Oh, I, w- I won another stupid thing, and I'm like. What All the right. Fu- who has yeah, a skill like that? And you you owe it to the rest of us to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see well, you folding jeans at the Gap, but I know you can fucking golf like a maniac. Get out was, there! It was like yeah. insurance sales. It was like <sighs> it was like making big money off it. But she's I was like, always... if Goodwill Hunting had kept stacking bricks and just stayed in that shitty yeah. place. Oh no, she was making Goodwill Hunting money at the oh, end. Okay, All right. like she was that. It was it was. Corporate selling out sales. <laughs> it wasn't like working retail. Okay, all right. Yeah, they were happy hours. Most of her job was golf and, and <laughs> drinking. But I always, like, when she'd go to, like, the, the driving range, and I am exactly at the driving range what you would expect, which is zero finesse and just crushing a ball as far as I can. Yeah. And being, like, like very happy Gilmore at the beginning mm-hmm. with no interest of ever. Yeah, yeah. Ever. That's yeah. all really more... anyone enjoys, right? Yeah, I mean, like yeah. that. Why would you want to do other parts? Like, you yeah, try just... to get. The, I never understood. Like, you have fun. hitting the ball is so fun, and then you try to do it as few times as possible. Yeah, like I'm out there, I'm getting my money's worth if I play. <laughs> I have fucking going to a driving range is fucking great. Yeah, you get a although it fucks up your your hand. Like I always get like I'll calloused out. Well, yeah, that anything like mm-hmm. playing guitar, you're gonna get calluses on your finger. Like anything you do. Slap a glove on it, my friend. Slap it a bit. Slap it a bit. <laughs> Slap it a bit, man. <laughs> Slap it a bit. God, that sh- that movie must come up on this podcast more than any I podcast you- in history. I YouTube that clip a lot. Like, I love. I, just, I watched. I watched I just that YouTube. movie just the other night again. It's so good. It's What's for slapping a bass from? I love uh, you, man. I love you, man. With oh, right, right, right. Paul yeah, Rudd yeah. and Jason Segel. It's oh, that's another example of like I was saying, like the how I like uh, Vince Vaughn playing Vince Vaughn. Oh yeah, uh, like the range isn't there, but you just enjoy the character. <laughs> Paul Rudd's another one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're Paul like, Rudd I, is always Paul Rudd. Yeah, but Paul Rudd, I think, is more likable. He's very charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul he's Rudd's if great. Vince Vaughn, if Vince Vaughn didn't get so fat, yeah, he might have maintained that charm. But now he just <laughs> looks like a rude uncle. Yeah. Well, and then he said that shit about like kids should have guns in schools and that sort of thing. Like he's one. That's of those weird. Dudes. He's from yeah. Chicago. Yeah, the, all the kids in school yeah, have guns. guns. Or something in to that Chicago. Effect. He was definitely more on the side of yeah. like guns are going to save and prevent a lot of uh, yeah. these sorts of things. Really, Fred Claus? <laughs> yeah, it's the hill you want to die on. <laughs> all right, should we get out of here? I think so. I think we should. Yeah. Do we have anything to plug before we go, David Huntsberger? What do you got to plug? I I do a monthly show here in Los Angeles. Uh, Adam, you've been on it, but Jeff, you have not. I haven't. I'll so have yeah, to come at some do point. it sometime. Yeah, I would um, love to. I do a podcast called The Space Cave, where I sit down and have beer with like uh, science types and, and try to figure out um, maybe how this planet formed and where it might be going. And then uh, I'm doing that that tour that we mentioned at the beginning. That all that stuff can be found at davidhunsberger.com. If you live anywhere in the Western United States and even Vancouver, I'll probably be coming through there. Nice. See it. You have one of my favorite. You have uh, the best running joke I've ever heard. You do. You do a bit about running. Oh, thanks. That is one. I still think about it. It's so good. <laughs> See David Huntsberger live. Thanks, He's fantastic. Man. Jeff, I don't like any of your jokes. Go. You, you like my plug? jokes. <laughs> I don't. I've never taken a karate class in my life. You told me that you told me you like that joke. My uh, wreck, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wreck, Connor. One shot. He's dead. Uh, 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 Mint on Card is April fourteenth. We'll have to get you on that too. Mint on Card. Sure. Show in a toy store. Oh, I Why love wouldn't it. you want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I bought an eighty dollar Prince poster there once. Ooh, Good under purchase. the cherry moon, embossed. Now retails at eighty three ish minimum, yeah, probably. Uh, second Friday uh, of every month, April fourteenth, uh, is this month. Great lineup, including a special drop in by ladies and gentlemen, Adam Todd Brown. Gross. Oh no, what? no, no, no. You're awesome. good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really great comics: Eric Barnes, Danny Palumbo, Jack Robichaud, Crystal Adams, Jen Sturger, and Tom Sibley. Sibley. I don't know why. Sibley. Uh, I'm doing set lists April twentieth at the Pack. Cool. I love doing set list. Yeah, I, I rarely get to do it, and every time I do, I really have a, a blast with it. I'm also going to be performing uh, in Santa Monica at Britannia with the Dollface Dames on the 24th. Back in with them. It's been a while. Very nice. Those are fun shows. You ever do those? Britannia? The the uh, the the um, burlesque shows. Do you ever perform with I them? Ha- I did one burlesque show in Austin once. I shared a, a green room with the dance. It was one dancer. She just mm. did a solo show, but she. Got ready and everything just like in her pasties. But as she was doing it, she was like sewing, which I think this was specific to her. She had ballet shoes and she like deconstructed them and sewed them back together to make sure they wouldn't break. 
but the detail and like the time she very crafty. It was very crafty yeah. and very like it felt so much like show business. Yeah. yeah, and I loved it. I thought that was like, oh, this is we're by, behind the scenes, we're backstage, like yeah. the glitz, the glamour. I haven't done the burlesque shows in a while. Well, it's, I did it's one been a few months for me. Yeah. I did one at uh, Trip in Santa Monica not too long ago. The fun crowds, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of fun. I always feel like they're in and they know something about like what's cool in the world that I never will. Yeah, yeah, yeah dancing. <laughs> Um, April 14th, also come to The Darkest Hour, which is 11.30 p.m. We got to get you on that show, David Huntsberger. Sure. It's just comics doing their darkest material. Oh, I've got a lot of those. It's good times. It's uh, second Friday of every month, 11.30 p.m., Westside Comedy Theater. Always good times. We always get a good crowd. So come to that and, uh, you know, subscribe to the podcasts, connectpal.com slash unpopularopinion. Follow us on the socials. At Unpops on Twitter, at Unpops.podcast on Instagram. You know, do all the things. I forgot two plugs. I probably should mention. Is that a, can I slip that in? No, you blew no, it. No, you, you blew it. Blew you it. fucking blew it. <laughs> okay. What is it? Never mind. Uh, I, I, do, I did a little bit part on One Mississippi, which is an Amazon show. And then in season two, if you haven't seen uh, Jonah Ray's show Hidden America, mm-hmm. if, I, no one really has CISO, but it's really funny. It's a really I, good show. I was thinking about getting CISO. It's, I've heard really good things. It's affordable. They're just right at that price point. Yeah. It's going to talk people. They just don't have enough content yet, but... That show is 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 it's really well edited. It's well written. It's it's different than you think it'll be. It's really funny. Yeah, CISO is owned by NBC, and when we did the list cast about best TV episodes, I tried to go watch the Justin Timberlake SNL, and NBC moved it off of Hulu. They moved like ten seasons of SNL off of Hulu and put them on CISO. Uh, You motherfuckers, bring it on down to CISOville. All right, let's wrap it up. David Huntsberger, say goodbye. Goodbye. Jeff, say goodbye. You get the David Huntsberger rookie card, everybody. <laughs> Jim in 10. Professor Blastoff, everyone. <laughs> Jess, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.